Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is NFL Week 10 Predictions. You know how this works. I go through every game, give give my prediction, I give my reasoning. Let's jump in, let's jump straight into it with the Texans versus the Browns. The Texans have been one of the most disappointing teams this season, currently sitting at 2-6 with an average scoring margin of negative 6.1. The Texans can can score points, putting up an average of 28 per game since the Bill O'Brien firing, and well, well, Cleveland does give up 29.6 points per game, which ranks 26th in the league. I do think the Texans can put up 30 points this game, but can Cleveland? Cleveland averages 26 points per game, which is 16th in the league, but but they have also scored 32 points versus a great Colts defense, and have also scored 34 points versus a great Washington defense. So I think coming off of a bye week, Cleveland will not have one of those single-digit scoring games that they tend to have sometimes because of how bad the Houston defense is. They they allow 30 points per game. Houston's defense is very bad, and I do think the Browns have the offensive talent to, to win a high-scoring matchup versus the Texans. So that's why I got the Browns winning this one. Moving on to the Washington football team versus the Detroit Lions. We have one of the best pass defenses and one of the best pass rushes versus a very mediocre Detroit offense. Then on the other side, you have a very bad Washington offense with Alex Smith at at QB versus a bad Detroit defense. So I think this will be a very low scoring game. And while the Lions will not have Kenny Galladay and they potentially won't have TJ Hawkinson, I cannot bet on that, especially when you consider how good the Washington defense is. I don't think the Lions offense will be able to put up beyond 20 points this week. I really don't. Washington wins a very boring game. Moving on to the Buccaneers versus the Panthers. Coming off of an embarrassment, how does Tampa bounce back? And we just saw Carolina compete with the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best teams in the league, to the very end. But sadly, though, this week the Panthers will be out. The, but sadly, this week the Panthers will be without superstar running back Christian McCaffrey, and that is a major blow. He he is a guy that the defense always has to have a man on. They always have to pay attention to. And now he is off the field. And versus a Tampa defense, having a guy like that is a necessity. The Panthers offense most likely won't score 30 points. Tampa has only Tampa has only given 30 points up three times, twice to the Saints. So, so, so what the Panthers need to rely on is will Tampa's offense have an off day? Probably not. I think Tampa bounces back very well. I mean, Carolina has a fine defense, but it's not good enough to hold an offense I think is coming back with a vengeance. Tampa wins. Moving on to the Eagles versus the Giants. Why is a game this bad so important for the playoffs? It is fascinating. It's fascinating to, to look at 
the very real chance that one of these two teams makes the playoffs. It's crazy to me to think about, but let's just get into it. The Eagles coming off of a bye week and the Giants coming off of a win versus Washington. When the the last time these two te- teams met, I think it was two weeks ago, the the Giants really could have won that game, and I expect this one to be just as close. I don't even want to bring up numbers because they're kind of embarrassing, so what I will say is that this will be a very competitive game that, that comes down to it, I think, talent, and Philly is getting Miles Sanders, Lane Johnson, and Alshon Jeffrey back this week versus a poor Giants, versus a poor Giants defense, excuse me. The those those three guys will be rusty do do not get me wrong i'm not expecting them to come back and play like stars but give me philly philly in a close one because they won't have to rely on travis fulgham and greg ward completely moving on to packers versus jaguars i'm not going to waste your time this is jake luden with a very bad jacksonville defense playing a super bowl contender with aaron Rodgers throwing the football packers win big Moving on to the Bills versus the Cardinals. You have the Bills, who are 7-2, and the Cardinals, who are 5-3. Josh Allen just had a huge game versus Seattle, putting up 44 points during a huge win. That's a huge win for the Bills, and I've said it multiple times now. I gotta see them do it one more time for me to put them in that Super Bowl contention. When you look at the Cardinals, Kyler Murray just had a huge game, but... But the Dolphins' defense is very good, so so the Dolphins were able to get some stops and some turnovers. Despite being 7-2, I'm not fully sold on the Bills being Super Bowl contenders. Do I think they make that leap on Sunday? I sadly don't. They are playing a very good Cardinals defense and having to keep up with Kyler Murray who's playing a bad Buffalo defense, will be a big challenge for Josh Allen and the Bills. And during the last five games, they only put up over 24 points once, and that was last week. And we know how bad Seattle's defense is. We know how piss poor that defense is. So, so me... So, I mean, I will give the Bills credit. They are 7-2. That is a great feat. You're doing a great job this season. And I really do think that Josh Allen will have a good day, and they will play well. But the Cardinals, I, I simply think they look too good. Despite losing last week, I think they're a very good team. Give me the Cardinals in this one. Moving on to the Chargers versus the Dolphins. Two of my favorite teams to watch this season with two rookie quarterbacks who are looking great. Miami's defense has allowed 30 points only three times this season, while the Chargers are always very competitive in every game, but they just cannot seem to win. Just simple as that. They cannot seem to win. They lose heartbreakers. I really have every reason to believe that this game will be a close one considering these teams' track records. So who do I think pulls off the win? Miami has a great defense that can get to the quarterback, and I think Miami will win the turnover battle. I think Miami will get multiple sacks with Emmanuel Agba having a very underrated season. Trust me, that man is playing like a beast. 
and the Chargers offensive line, you know, it's good. It's it's it really is nothing special. So holding the Miami pass rush will be difficult. And Miami gets a lot of turnovers. They get they get defensive touchdowns. They get special teams touchdowns. They get turnovers. I think they're going to win the turnover battle. I think they're going to get points off of those turnovers. So I sadly, I'm sorry, Chargers. You're going to have to drop to 2-7. and seven. I think Miami wins a close one. But I am very excited to watch this game. I do plan on watching this game. Moving on to the Broncos versus the Raiders. The Broncos have quietly had some very good second half performances, but they cannot seem to play a full 60 minutes. And on the other side, the Raiders have won three of the last four, and they honestly look good. I think they're the definition of just above average and play all around good football. I really think John Gruden's doing a great coaching job, but I think they're two to three pieces away. I don't know where but two to three pieces away from being a true contender. The Broncos seem to keep games close. They always seem to get their second half comeback going, but I think, I really do think that Las Vegas will shut that shit down very quickly. I think they I think they will keep their playoff contention up. I like what John Gruden's doing this season. Give me the Raiders in this game. Moving on to the Seahawks versus the Rams. This will be a high scoring one. The Rams, coming off of a bye week, are playing a uh, very bad Seattle defense and a very bad Seattle offensive line. The Rams have a talented offense with weapons all around, and they have Aaron Donald on the defensive line. But Seattle literally just scored 34 points while turning the ball over four times. So that that is that is just insane to me. Like, that is fascinating that Russell Wilson can turn the ball over four times and they can score 34 points. That's something that I still cannot get over that. So we know their offense is incredible and they will put up 35 plus regardless. The Rams, the the Rams on offense are 22nd in points per game. They are not they are not a high powered offense. And they're 26th in turnovers per game. They tend to turn the ball over. I don't trust their offense to pull through with a win when it's literally Russell Wilson on the other side of the ball. Give me Seattle. Moving on to the Steelers versus the Bengals. I really sincerely think this is a very, very winnable game for Cincinnati. Pittsburgh always plays down to... Pittsburgh always plays down to competition. That has always been a thing. I don't know why. That's just how it works. And no matter who their opponent is, the game will be close. And, and Pittsburgh looked tired as a team. Big, Big Ben was activated from the COVID list, so that is not a question. He will be playing. But ah, this is a winnable game for Cincy. But I don't think they'll win this one. The main reason is because they have a rookie playing Pittsburgh's pass rush for the first time. Pittsburgh's defense for the first time. I'm never betting on that. I'm I'm not betting on a rookie. I'm not betting on a rookie playing that Pittsburgh defense. Nope. No matter how much I really, really, really like Joe Burrow. And I really think he's going to win an MVP award or two one day that man is a beast he is a monster but i simply cannot bet on that 
And I do think Pittsburgh's offense can score a lot of points versus a Bengals defense that is so-so. So I so I do think Pittsburgh wins this game. Moving on to the 49ers versus the Saints. The 49ers looked very bad against Green Bay last week, and the Saints look wildly, absolutely expedited. And the Saints looked wildly incredible last week versus the Buccaneers. Okay, neither team will play how bad or how great they played last week, but 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 nonetheless, it's Nick Mullins, man. That that uh, I no I I can't do it. The Saints should win this game big, and I really think they will win this game big. Moving on to the Sunday night matchup, we have the Ravens versus the Patriots. We saw it last season, and I think we'll see it again. The Patriots have trouble against dual-threat quarterbacks, and Lamar Jackson is the ultimate dual-threat guy. Maybe since the Patriots' defense has been playing Cam all season, they can be far more prepared against a dual-threat quarterback because in previous seasons, they were... I like that first team was getting reps against Tom Brady constantly. Like, you know, maybe maybe since the Patriots offense is going far more to, towards towards their rushing attack, maybe they'll be more prepared. But no, I <laughs> I'm not betting on one of the most untalented teams in the league versus the Baltimore Ravens. Give me the Ravens in this one. The Ravens defense is simply too good to the point where even if Lamar Jackson is not having a great game, they will be just fine. And the Patriots definitely do not have a high-powered offense. Give me the Ravens in this one, but I do think it would be very, very cool to see Cam and Cam and the Patriots win this game. Moving on to the Vikings versus the Bears, the Monday night matchup. This will be the low-scoring bonanza. That's what I'm calling this game. The Vikings do not pass the ball because why the hell would you? And the Bears have yet to give up 30 points during a single game. The Bears have an elite defense. On the other side of the ball, though, the, the Bears offense is very bad. And the Vikings defense is just as bad, giving up 29 points per game and 412 yards per game. Those are both bottom-tier defensive numbers. So what this game is, is ground and pound on the Vikings side of the ball versus a Bears offense that, that you know, they, they'll, they will put up 17 to 24 points. That is really, that's like the Bears range, like every week. Do I think ground and pound can score 27 points minimum? Dalvin Cook has been playing fucking awesome. I think he'll have a very good game. But I don't think it'll be enough to score 27 points minimum. I think it will come very close because Dalvin Cook is incredible. But I think the Bears win a boring, low-scoring, close game where Nick Foles just, you know, just, <laughs> I guess, has one of those Nick Foles games where he has 250 passing yards, probably two, probably like two TDs and one interception. So that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends, share it with anyone, share it with your family. Who the hell cares? Just share it with someone, you know? And, um, 
Yeah, just follow me on the social media things. Twitter at Stuttering Prod, that's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S, and Instagram at That Guy Who Talks About The Sports. Let's get to college football, and I'm very excited to watch the Sunday slate of games. Oh, yeah, and tomorrow, unless Cincy wins, I will do a Sunday Night Steelers show. The reason there have been a lack of those is because I really don't want to... I really don't want to just give away what headline Monday is going to be because I remember, I think it was during the Titans game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, that was the Titans game where I basically was like, oh, it's, oh my God, they give up momentum so quickly. And then when I got to headline Monday, when I got to writing that and like giving my bullet points, it was just like, well, I already talked about this. What the hell? So, so like... If Pittsburgh wins, expect me to do one of these. So, yeah. Hope you enjoyed and have a great day.